0: Hey guys, and welcome to Unfabulous. Welcome to episode six. Today we're switching things up a little bit and I decided to start the episode, your favorite host, Genesis. And you also have your favorite
1: host, Emily. You can't forget about me. Don't worry, yeah. I'll it next episode. You guys can vote. Vote down below, just kidding. <laughs> yep, your favorite
0: hosts are here to bring you another wonderful episode. This episode, I wanted to talk about uh, a little bit about Emily's career and what she did in school and how she was able to obtain the job she has right now and everything she does right now with finance and all. But before we get into that, I wanted to go ahead and uh, ask her how her week has been. What have you done this week, Nina? Go ahead.
1: Okay, so life updates. So what I did this week, I guess this whole week, I had pretty much a chill week, like always, just like work, whatever. And working from home, obviously, you know, quarantining style still but exciting i went to go see my best friend um allison we went to like outdoor like early dinner type thing at this like outdoor restaurant and they had like live music and stuff it was so cute and i was yeah and it was so fun because i haven't like i think the last time i went out for like dinner outside was like with my family so it was so nice to be out with like friends also side note guys this week is so exciting i think it was like monday this Monday, I, my mom was like, Emily, there's this massive box outside of the house. Have you seen, have you gone outside and <laughs> collected? it? And I was like, no. And she's like, Emily, what did you order? And she's like, why did you order it priority mail? Like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, mom, <laughs> what are you talking about? And then I like, I'm like, no, I did not order anything. Keep in mind, I work from home. So I'm, I should have noticed that something was outside, but like, I don't like walk towards the front door on the normal day that I'm at home. And I opened the door and there's this huge package that Hennessy sent me. So if you guys follow me on Snapchat, that (laughs) was so fun. I like opened this massive box, like nice and heavy, solid box. Now we have treats for days. And that was so nice. Thank you so much. So I had to like give her a plug for being the best and sending me my faves you Milano. already
0: know you already know you already know yeah. i'm so glad you like those i didn't know what to, like i was like i was like oh my god what do i choose what do i pick
1: no and i love how you always give me more milanos than anything else and i was like
0: yes yes <laughs>
1: yeah so how was your
0: week <laughs> uh this week has been really good um uh, honestly i kind of been doing the same thing as well but you know i've been trying to uh like, get better in my mind and, like, change my mentality a little bit. I know things Mm -hmm. are not getting better at all. But sadly, this is something that we're going to have to live with for who knows how long. So we have to get into the mindset of comprehending the way it works, you know, and starting to take it, like, differently, you know. Just be patient. Everything is changing. Things are changing too constantly for us to even process them. So let's just take things, like, day by day, you know, time by time. So this week I went to Chipotle and wow. yeah, I was like, let me go inside for the first time in like, who knows how long. So I go to Chipotle, right? And Wait,
1: did they have indoor seating available at your Chipotle? Yeah.
0: Also that too. What? So that was so last scary. time I went to a
1: Chipotle. They had stickers on every single mm-hmm. like table.
0: Yeah. They had that before. Like mm-hmm. I would see it when I would go pick up my food and stuff. So mm-hmm. nobody was really allowed to go inside. But yesterday I went, not yesterday, the day before I went, and it was crazy. Keep in mind, I don't live in a big place. Like, the city where my Chipotle is is just a little bit bigger than my city. So it was a little crazy for me to see all these people just sitting there eating calmly. And then there's a sign at the door that said, um, you must wear a mask to come in. No, Mm -hmm. people didn't care. They just walked in like they didn't care at all. Also, there was no social distancing being like kept. This is where we are. We need the social we police. Yeah. <laughs> One of them Karens. Nah. But this is like
1: why we are. No, the
0: Karens are the, ones we are. That are the
1: opposite. We need like the, the anti Karen. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's right. But as I said, like this is why things are not like getting better for us because people really don't want to submit to like anything, like nothing. To any authority.
1: For some Mm -hmm. reason, everyone always thinks it's, like, a hoax. Like, is hoax the right word? Like, everyone thinks that, like, some form or way, like, the government is trying to, like, confuse us, lie to us. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I mean, I understand that not everything is 100% right and you shouldn't believe everything. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: also, we're not really equipped to know more than they do, you know? So we should really, Mm -hmm. like, do we believe what they say or do we, like, risk our lives without even, like, knowing or without putting those in danger first because that's what we're doing when we're risking our lives like that we're putting those that are more vulnerable in danger because we're greedy and selfish but yeah that was a little that's something that like blew my mind this week and i know people are like getting back into the world and everything is getting back Mm
1: -hmm. and we have to
0: open everything because uh hello it's been since like march and we're already about to be in august so we do have to oh my god what's yeah. today's
1: date today is july 22nd this is oh crazy my gosh guys. July went also, by in like
0: two seconds fun
1: fact we are re-recording this episode mm-hmm. i wanted to be real and raw with you guys yeah fun fact because this is how we work we're very raw real and that's mm-hmm. like how that i love to run this but yeah. we are re-recording so you guys are listening day of so if you're listening wednesday you guys are getting a real Wednesday recording. Yeah. You guys listen on Thursday. Like all of this is fresh information. Like this isn't just like something we pre recorded like weeks in advance. So just to let you know, we had to re record because we had some technical difficulties. <laughs> but we're here.
0: Yeah, we Wait,
1: are. What did you get for Chipotle? We must know your Chipotle order. I feel like that's something that's intriguing.
0: Oh, yesterday I got something, like, super healthy because I've been trying to watch what I eat, like, really good now. Like, no, Mm -hmm. summer's about to be over and your girl cannot eat like that. So I got a salad with half chicken and half cornitas and no rice, no beans. And I got got no
1: rice, no beans.
0: Nope, just a salad. It was so sad, <laughs> so depressing,
1: <laughs> I, especially
0: since I get a tortilla on the side, white rice, white and brown rice. You know, it makes it a little bit to try my make myself feel better, but it's really mm-hmm. not like any better. But I'll like, yeah, so I got a salad and I got chicken and half carnitas.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: also got the fajita veggies and I got uh, cheese, corn, sour cream and that's it i didn't get the tomatoes because here they mess them up like all the time like they taste weird every day it was just too much for me so So
1: yeah it's like me driving to specific dunkin donuts in my neighborhood because i swear they're all owned by the same person no Mm -hmm. joke like i've seen the manager at the same at every single location and he like knows me by name and I know for a fact they own the same place. But I swear, the, there's one location that the coffee comes out a thousand times better than every other location. So I love mm. how you're like, oh, um, like, they don't, they don't make, like, the tomatoes very right side. You don't need Yeah.
0: No, and keep in mind, I'm, like, a Chipotle, like, vocal. I go to Chipotle every day. Like, I'm at the point that I get free walk when I go. So they, like, know me so well. So I could tell you if the tomatoes look good just by looking at them. Also, something that I wanted to share with you guys today... I had a real good lunch. Like, I went to the store and I found these no-carb spaghetti. They're called shirataki noodles. And I guess they're, like,
1: are they sheer? Are they, like, the clear ones?
0: Kind of. These were, like, a little white. Like, there's clear ones. But Mm -hmm. I think those are made from, like, another root than these ones. Well, I think these ones are made from, like, tofu with a root mix or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they have two grams of carbs per serving. So you have a whole bowl of pasta.
1: for two grams of carbs
0: yeah and today I got home and I made them with marinara and meatballs and I put a little bit of cheese and spinach and oh my gosh it was so good and you're eating it like you're eating it guilt-free basically it was so delicious I was shocked that was because I've tried those before Mm -hmm. but I've never tried the ones I got these at Walmart and I was like oh are these like good like should I get these but I've never tried and keep in mind I always buy the ones from like the keto store that we have here in Mansoom and, like, the ones that I bought at Walmart were so good. And, was and they are probably like, oh so gosh. much
1: cheaper and more, yeah. like, accessible. Yeah. Yeah,
0: they were $2 for a whole bag. So that's if awesome. you if you come at me and tell me you cannot eat healthy or do better while eating, you're lying. You're lying to me. You can. Like, $2 for no-carb pasta? Like, that's so cool.
1: Or you can get, like, chickpea pasta if you guys mm-hmm. want to go the my route. I get chickpea pasta, and I don't put meat in my stuff because I'm, like... She's vegan. No, I'm plant-based. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I would rather do, like, like personally, that's how I do pasta. I always do, like, chickpea pasta, lentil pasta, all the, like, pastas that are made out of beans or mm-hmm. legumes, if you want to be specific.
0: Yeah. Emily is so healthy. I remember when we were, like, younger, before I got into, like, my health crap, Emily would always eat so healthy, and I'm over here eating the baddest stuff. Like we would go out to like get food or something. She'd be like, Never "Okay, not. let me get an Impossible bowl with uh, no rice, extra lettuce, and light beans." And I'm out here, no, let me get <laughs> let me get pork with extra rice, beans, a tortilla. Like she oh is so God. healthy. You guys don't even know she eats like super clean, super healthy. So now that I'm like I've gotten into my eating grind, I feel like I can relate to her a lot more when eating, it's like
1: eating cleaner
0: yeah yeah and you the thing is that you feel so good so that's why it's better to like that's what's better for me to go that route like no carb every time i don't eat carbs i feel so well in myself so i feel like sometimes i'm like intolerant to carbohydrates or something
1: oh my god okay really (laughs) quick i want to share my favorite starbucks order i know Mm -hmm. kind of annoying but
0: Oh, girl, we, go I ahead.
1: must share it's like a brand new order it's um not a brand new order it's a brand new thing on the menu it's called it's a cold brew with cinnamon almond milk foam please try it Genesis have you tried it because I know I, I know. It. You haven't tried it yet
0: no Ever. I I've never tried the foam like any foam because mm-hmm. I'm always scared to ask at my local Starbucks.
1: <laughs> oh my god, no. I literally just order it straight. Okay, so this one is, like, on their actual menu. Like, it's not, like, one of those, like, ones you have to make up. It's on their mm-hmm. menu. It's so good. It, But it's also, like, not too – like, it's not too sweet, not too heavy. Because the foam is made out of almond milk and kind of just, like, dilutes into your coffee and kind of makes it, like, milkier, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's, like, cold brew, and the cold brew is, like, unsweetened, so – it's pretty it's like I think it tastes really good and I prefer the cinnamon one I did try like the dark I think it's like dark cocoa or like dark like the chocolate or one Mm
0: -hmm.
1: chocolatey whatever and I did not like that and then I don't even know why I tried it to begin with because I don't like mocha inside coffee like I don't like chocolate coffee so that was my mistake so if you like chocolate coffee it's try that one but if you prefer not chocolate coffee then try the cinnamon one because I think it's good I've also the only foamy coffee that I've ever had besides that one is the pumpkin have you tried that one like the Mm -hmm. the, the, okay that's the the pumpkin one yeah no Mm -hmm. and the funny thing is that like the pumpkin one that they have like the seasonal one that's the only pumpkin one that I like can actually drink Mm because I feel like that's like the only thing that I'm like oh I can be festive and have pumpkin flavoring because I cannot do pumpkin any other way like no other way
0: yeah aside from like like coffee and like their like seasonal stuff the only Mm. thing that I go crazy for is like during the winter time when they have the peppermint mocha oh my gosh I think that is so good
1: Peppermint mocha. Hennessy's up in here being the basic self she is.
0: I know, I know. I remember last semester being
1: basic and how she (laughs) tries not to conform to everyone else, and then she's like, "Um, "Can I get a venti peppermint mocha?" (laughs) But I
0: like modify it because that peppermint mocha syrup they put like four pumps in there, and you know how much sugar that has? Like it is crazy. So I like modify. I was like, "Can I get like one pump instead of four on my venti?" So last uh christmas i remember i used to go it was like finals week so i used to go with my friend Kyande and we would go get coffee and stuff and that is he like like let me try that coffee and I, he's like here i'm gonna buy you one like drink this one this one's so good and i was like oh my gosh like how come i've never like tried this before like i'm not like because i'm not basic so <laughs> so i, I, I would know. never go to starbucks i would never go to starbucks and be like oh give me one of them seasonal drinks especially the peppermint mocha that everybody gets but I tried it and I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder everybody gets it. It's so good. It tastes yeah. so good.
1: Yeah, I remember my freshman year of college. Um, my friend Celeste, she was like white peppermint mocha every single day. As soon as it came up on the sign, we literally would we would go every single day to get peppermint mocha. And I would get like black. And some days I'd be like, oh, today I'm going to be extra cool. I get a chai tea latte with an espresso shot. Like I would like try to do something else. And I just thought it was so funny because she would always get it every single day. And I was like, what is it with this coffee? But I guess like everyone raves about it. I've never tried it because like, once again, I don't like chocolate coffee. So I like, feel like it's like the same thing. Like it's like a chocolatey like type of coffee, right?
0: No, not even. Oh it's god. more minty than chocolatey. So I feel like you would like it just because it's like a little minty, but it's so good. It is so I like good. mint
1: tea. Have you ever had mint tea? hmm mm-hmm. Oh my god. One time I was so like good. Brave. I felt so bad. And I knew I was and I was at school from like eight AM and I knew my last class ended at like nine thirty and I did not feel good at all. And I was like, Oh my God, oh today's the day. I'm gonna have to leave. And then I was like, No, I'm not leaving. And I remember my mom was like, just comprate un te and i was like okay so i went to starbucks and i like googled the best teas for when you're <laughs> sick and i got peppermint tea i got a venti mm-hmm. hot peppermint tea with like an extra bag and mm-hmm. i like drank my tea and i was just like whew, i felt so much better like it was like the most refreshing tea ever because it's like hot but then you feel like you just like brushed your teeth afterwards because yeah like, you get like the yeah. <laughs> feeling you know
0: mm-hmm. and then it's going down your throat and it's so refreshing too you're yeah. like ah, oh, like soothing
1: so Mhm
0: now that you talk about peppermint tea, my uh family friend like she 's like my aunt Melena, she has mint like plants outside of her house, so every time we go over there, my mom just goes to her garden and like picks a bunch of mint and makes mint tea and stuff. But enough about food. I feel like we 've talked about food and everything we 've done quite a while now, so as I said this uh at the beginning of this episode. This episode is all about Miss Emily Richiás and how she has a finance degree, guys. That is crazy. Emily is so young and she already has a whole finance degree. So, Miss Emily, please, I want you to tell us a little bit on how you were able to achieve your finance degree.
1: Like my little story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So. Like how I achieved my degree. I feel like that sounds so weird. And also I feel like I always have this like idea and belief and I'm still stick to it. Everyone can achieve a degree. You just have to have the determination, the work ethic, and literally the push. So first of all, I went to college. Second of all, <laughs> I finished college. Ta-da! <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. Smart. Okay, so. <laughs> um, Yeah, I feel like how I got my degree was number one. I had – um. I think I had, I had really good support from my parents. And when I say support from my parents, I don't mean like monetary support. I mean, just like in general, emotional and support and like support. I like lived at home. That's another thing. But, um, I like picked a school. Like I went to like a public state school. I went to Towson university and I studied business administration with a concentration in finance. Um, so that is my do like my actual degree title, um, it took me, so long story short, I took a lot of classes, like tons of classes, tons of different courses. Um, I took investment courses, accounting courses, business courses, Excel courses, all of those, and that's how I ended up with my degree, and um, because I took so many courses and stuff, and I did take a lot of summer classes because I graduated early, which is now something that I appreciate so much mm-hmm. Um, yeah like when I was a freshman I like did this I like sat down and we did like this sheet and I calculated all of my credits and how many credits I needed to graduate and how long it would take me to graduate if I had done like normal semesters every single without taking any summer classes then I scheduled it in with like summer classes and then after I like put in summer classes I then redid the calculations to see if I did summer classes plus added classes in between like semesters and I was like okay I can graduate early and another and like one thing is if you didn't know like finance is one of the hardest um majors to take one of the hardest like majors in general in like the business school. And I didn't know that. And also because finance is one of the most difficult ones, the program is set up for you to graduate later. So it's made for people to graduate like a year later, a semester late, or they graduate on time barely. And I was like determined to graduate early. So after I like planned that all out, I did take a lot of summer classes. I took a summer class every single summer and i kind of spaced it out i rushed through it which was rough but i'm so thankful and so blessed that i had the initiative and like the determination to do that because here i am now like i'm working in an economy that's unstable so that's a blessing
0: it is that is crazy i'm so glad you touched on that because right now it's so crazy and people are not even able to get jobs you know not even that people are not able to no, like you, you know, you studied that and stuff. So you're able to manage, manage your goods and your money and all of that. But imagine those people that are, are without jobs and been without jobs for months. Like they're going through a crisis that yeah, probably nobody's even nobody's being able to help them with. So all of that stuff is very important. And I'm so glad you um touched on that and how finance helps all of that, because many people don't really look into that because they're like, oh, finance, OK, money but it's not always about that. That being said, I want you to tell us why you chose the major you did and what took you to finance.
1: Okay. So what brought me to finance? So let's just do a little backstory. I'm going to try to make this backstory really, really quick. So when I was in middle school, I had like the option around my area and here in Baltimore we have these like tech schools or magnet schools as we call them I know a lot of people go to tech high schools and magnet schools um I know for a fact like Genesis spoke about how she went to a technical high school too and she did like cosmetology well my school I went to eastern technical high school and we had like different programs one of their programs was business and I remember when I was like seventh eighth grade that was the one program that like spoke to me because I was like okay like This is you learn about um, I'm going to learn about like money, finance, like how businesses actually function, like how do how do they start? Like just like the simple background knowledge. I I was like, okay, I'm going to gain background knowledge that's going to be that I'm able to implement in anything. That's how I looked at it. So that's why I automatically went and applied for the business program for the technical high school when I was in eighth grade and I know a lot of people in my like eighth grade, they were all confused. They were like, Emily, you want to be a business major? And I was like, yeah, why not? Like business, everything connects to business, anything and everything connects to business, to business. Anything can be turned into a profit, any, like any form of service. Can you can make money off of it? Even like something simple could be looked at as a business. So to me, I was like, This is something that I always use the phrase, this is a stepping stone. Like me getting that like background knowledge in business would be my next stepping stone into something greater. So that's how I got into business. And then in high school, in my business courses, I had a teacher that would always make us take aptitude tests. So with our aptitude test, we would kind of see like different jobs. And different like opportunities maybe that weren't in the business course that you could probably pursue in college she was very like my school I like I said I went to a technical high school and their like little slogan was like a school like no other so -hmm. they were constantly trying to prepare us for college and her idea of preparing us for college was like making sure that we knew what we were going to study after we left like high school and And one of my aptitude tests that I took, I had like a bunch of different options. It wasn't just like business related aptitude tests. I had like music majors and like, um, I think I had like teaching and like customer service. And then I also got like finance and I quickly was like, okay, check, check, check. Like not doing teacher not doing customer service, not doing music. I was like, Oh no, 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 no. Like I'm not doing any of that. And I was just like, Nope, not doing that because I was in my head, I was like, I need to pick a like some form of major that's going to get me the biggest bang out of my buck that I know I'm going to get the most, like the highest return off of just from getting a four-year degree. Like Mm -hmm. that was my one and only thing that I wanted. I was like, I want to be able to get a four-year degree that will give me a good return the fastest, that Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have to spend a long time like building up. To make a good return, and I'm not saying like customer service jobs and like sales jobs and music jobs don't get you that quickly of a return of a return, but that's also more of a risk of a job. I know a lot of people that work in sales make loads of money, and they're doing so well that that's also like you have to be a salesperson, like it's like a type of person. And I was like, yeah, I did not want to go down that route. So when taking finance, I then. um I picked finance. I remember like looking into finance and then I retook more aptitude tests to like see a little bit deeper into finance. And then I got like financial analyst, financial advisor, and those are like the top finance jobs or careers within that major and like financial analyst and financial advisor. So I'm going to just like layman's terms describe what financial analyst and financial advisor are because a lot of people just hear that those two terms And they kind of assume it's the same thing. And they're like, okay, finance people, they just like work for money, like about for dealing with money. And like, yes and no, it's a little further depending on the situation. So financial analysts kind of deal with, more of like the back end so they usually work for corporations or like big companies have financial analysts that they kind of just observe and see like the operations of how everything is kind of going around in the company and they kind of like see with they kind of do more of like the math and like see what's going to get you the best bang out of whatever you're doing. So and financial analysts tend to work in projects, create a lot of projects to get the best benefit for the company and to see what's the best option and what's going to be the most successful. So they deal with all of that. That's how they kind of analyze the whole situation and problem solve the majority of the time. That's what that job entails. And then financial advisor works mainly doing... Um, they a financial advisor works mainly you can have like personal financial advisor there're also people that are financial advisors in companies and for businesses these work more kind of advising you on how to like manage your money so usually a financial advisor will deal with um like how where you should be investing, where you shouldn't be investing, where you should be um spending your money, how you should be saving your money and kind of giving you those tips and tricks on how to like really take control of your money habits and like what's going to be the best for that situation usually a lot of financial advisors also work with insurance companies so they'll like attach like maybe you invest in this mark and like these kind of stocks or this mutual fund but they also work with okay you have to have some form of insurance for like the ifs something were happen what happened to you you would be prepared and all of that so that's kind of like layman's terms i guess of what financial advisor and financial analyst kind of is and how those two things work together. However, for me, I didn't want to go into the financial advisor route because I knew that even though I do enjoy working with people and like doing the whole helping people aspect, I did not want to work with insurance. Insurance is like a whole different situation. It's a little deeper if people who work in insurance might understand. However, I did not want to do insurance. And for me, like the idea of problem solving and working in projects and stuff is something that i geared towards so i wanted to work in like corporate finance and do more project based and and like in the long run do financial analysts
0: that's great that's great to know because sometimes i feel like we don't really know what the difference is between the two and we just you know assume or something but that's great to know how there is like different things for every uh little thing you know i never knew that um advisors and all of that looked like so deep into like your finances and all that Mm -hmm. helped you with like decisions like big money making decisions so that's pretty cool but also something else that i wanted to ask you was how um was if you have any regrets on the major you chose or if you wish you would have chosen something else
1: Okay. So do I have any major regrets? So I don't have any regrets on the major that I chose. I don't regret being a finance major at all. Mm. I honestly, like when I finished, I was so proud of myself. I was like, I did it. I was one of the how many girls in my class that finished mate like a finance <laughs> degree. Yeah. And I remember being like, yes, wow, we did it. It was, I remember just, yeah, I remember the day I graduated, it was like four of us four girls. We were all standing together and I was just thinking, I was like, wow, like we did it. Like my classroom full of guys and like we did it. But so I do not regret um, graduating as a finance major. I do regret graduating early. And that's like one thing that I do want to bring a point because like I was saying earlier, I pre-planned this my freshman year on like how I can make all these, how these credits can all be like Balanced out throughout four years, or like three and three years, how I balanced all these credits into three years, and um, I was like, okay, this is gonna be my fastest route to getting out, and that's how I looked at it, and that's how I worked towards it. So I feel like me rushing it, I missed out on like so much. I was like twenty four seven stressed. I was constantly working. I felt like I had double the load of work because I was taking multiple classes on top of the classes with my normal classmates because I was working towards finishing earlier and that's one thing that made me extremely stressed overwhelmed and was so hard on me because not only was it like the actual material material in finance is extremely complicated and hard to understand like I know I tried to explain it kind of easy like oh it's just like spending saving and like expenses all of that but there is so many like um deeper things that you learn in these classes and there are a lot of like comprehensive information that connect to finance that are so complicated that did take a while for me to understand and the fact that I was like I was explaining to this to my brother the other day I was like honestly I feel like that is what like hindered me to be a little like to be like the best in finance because I was taking in the comprehensive information of my other classes that had nothing to do with finance. So I had like multiple classes that had nothing to do with finance and then I had my normal business classes and in addition I was like constantly stressed because yeah. I was like okay I'm taking this massive workload that I shouldn't be taking that no one else in my class mm-hmm. is taking. Mm-hmm. But I like was but I kept telling myself like okay this is almost over. Like, we li- we have this many semesters left. Like, it's fine. You're going to get through this. Just, like, study. And I would spend so many hours studying. And that's, like, one thing that a lot of people make college – like, they make – like, you see all these vloggers – and all these like people on Instagram, I know we all, I know everyone that's listening probably has followed some form of a college student or someone that's living this like amazing life and they're in college and they make it seem so easy. But trust me, college is extremely hard. I took me lots of studying. I remember spending nights, entire nights and days redoing spreadsheets over and over again and filling in spreadsheets redoing spreadsheets making sure my math was right and i'm like a perfectionist so if it was wrong then i would sit and redo the entire spreadsheet again because i was like there's no point in cutting a corner Mm -hmm. yeah so i was like that person yeah and it was just like it was so intense and i remember just going through it and it was like so exhausting but honestly like i said like college is hard college is rough but Be friends with the boys like I made friends with the boys and I think that was like one thing that did help me a lot making friends with the boys make friends in the classroom make remember like this is one thing that I feel like I realized in like towards the end of college that if someone would have told me in like the beginning, I would have looked at it completely different. Remember, whoever is in your program, like whatever program, not like your freshman courses where it's like at random, but when you get into your deep program, like when I officially made, um, when I was officially in the finance program and the business school, I got in, I guess, I got in earlier. So I got in my sophomore year. My, um, I remember, like, I felt so like, oh my God, like, no one, everyone's just like working together. Some people just work alone. And I felt like I was alone. But then I realized one day when I was like a junior, I like worked with someone. He was like, oh, Emily, like, we're all in this together. He's like, we if we all rise, we're all going to rise together. If we fall, we're all going to fall together. And I remember when he said, we're all in this together. I was like, oh my God, we are all in this together. Like <laughs> this, be- And then like as the time progressed, we were all in the same classes over and over again. It was like a family. We were all in the same classes over and over again. And when I say it was like a family, it's because some people you talk to, some people you don't, some people you knew, some people you don't. But You saw their face day in and day out. And we were just constantly working together. And just remember that you're all in it together. You're all going through the same rough patch of college, but you're going to persevere. You will succeed. You will graduate. You got this.
0: That's great. That's I love how you mentioned that because I feel like people get the wrong idea sometimes that you're like in it by yourself. But you need to remember that everybody that's there with you is going through the same struggle, like no matter who they are, how old they are. Everybody's going through that same phase and struggle with you, you know. So Mm -hmm. I understand, but I love how you also touch on the point that um, graduating early was a little stressful because I can imagine. But imagine if you didn't, you would have known that there was going to be a recession like we have now. Like, aren't you so glad that that happened and you graduated so early and you were able to secure a good job, like, like? you were doing all of this and putting all this work, but at the end you got rewarded because imagine the people that graduated in May from school, they're not able to find a job. And
1: that's like so rough because we're also living in a time where a lot of people got um, let go. Mm -hmm. So I know this time, like this is a story like this episode is supposed to be like why I chose finance and everything. But also I, the reason I chose finance specifically was because it was a secure, I knew it was a secure field. And I didn't pick finance because it was my dream job. I picked it because it was a secure option. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people had secure options as well, but we're living in such an insecure time and such an unsure time that even if you have the most secure option of a degree, like even if you went to school to be like a teacher, even teachers right now are having such a rough time because schools aren't opening back up so they have to do either online school or who knows how they're like i know in my area we're doing online school i believe like i've seen like the news that that's how high schools are going to be progressing in our counties but just to walk into this unsure time like i know that's so much harder and so much stressful especially when it comes to Post grad job hunting, like post grad job hunting, is a whole different world. Like you hit, you come into this entire different world, and it's so different. If you guys want me to talk about post grad, um, like post grad job hunting and like job hunting in general, like tips and tricks, please let us know because I will gladly talk about that, and I will gladly tell you guys my story about how I got my job, yeah, and how I was able to like I don't know like even like I feel like I personally felt like oh it took me kind of long to get a job but it it didn't in retrospect it didn't it was kind of fast I think it's because I thought I was gonna like for some reason I felt like oh like I'll get a job in a week and it's like no girl you're not getting a job in a week and that's like (laughs) the truth so guys if you want to hear my story about like job hunting tips and trips on like post-grad jobs like let me know
0: that's great yeah you guys would love that story because i lived through it with her so it was always fun and it was pretty pretty uh good how she was able to like get her job and all so super proud of her for that that's great also something i wanted to add to this little thing too i know i'm just adding like random stuff but (laughs) something i wanted to like share with uh you guys and with emily too is that this week i'm so glad that she like touched on the point of like finance and how it helps in the long term and all that and where you should invest well something i read this week was that um i seen that j z invested a couple million a couple hundred of millions of dollars on this oatly company oatly is a company that sells and makes oat milk
1: mm-hmm. so
0: it's like a new thing coming up it's like it's-
1: california oat milk i feel like yeah. all the california girls all yeah. drink their oat milk I always want to try it, but I heard it's fattening. So I'm like, oh, don't. Mm -mm." Mm -hmm. And
0: it's really sweet, too. Like, they don't have like a sweet version. Yeah. And they have like, they have like creamy,
1: extra creamy. Well, I've seen it. It doesn't, it comes with sugar like automatically. I'm going to look this up. I thought Oatly was like healthier.
0: Uh, no. It's like a healthier. It's just non-dairy. It comes from oats, oh, okay. so it's just non-dairy. But I saw one this weekend at the store, and I was gonna buy it, and then I looked back like behind it, and for one cup, it's like thirty grams of sugar or like carbohydrates, and I was like, I cannot do that. I'm just gonna stick to my almond milk because before it was almond milk, but now everybody's sticking to oat milk. Well, I guess oat milk tastes way better. Well, first of all, we're Dominican, so imagine like you're drinking like jugo de avena, you know? It's basically <laughs> I don't the think same I've ever thing. has de avena. You've never had Hugo with like avena no, in
1: it? I have never what? had Hugo with avena in it. No, my house does not work like that. I was like the kid that had wheat bread when she was like two years old. Like, I did not have Hugo no, with but that's avena like a in super house.
0: That's like a super Dominican thing. Even when you go to DR, they like put avena yeah, in it. Like, yeah, my the juice house is not Dominican.
1: We're like the weirdest version of Dominicans. We're like bland Dominicans. We like barely eat Dominican. And you've never
0: had like Hugo de Limon with avena? no oh my god well heard. yeah if you think about it like that's literally what it's like if you blend up oats and you drink it that's literally what it tastes like it tastes like that's oatmeal. because that's
1: what it is
0: yeah it is so anyways he invested in this company like uh 200 million dollars or something like that so that i read that that means that their company is gonna do something like so profound that he's gonna be able to get all this money back and this company is starting out new and things are just getting like tested on I know like they have milk out there and stuff but it's not that well known so mm-hmm. the more like consumer they get and stuff like that like it makes me think like wow like investing is really 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 like crazy and it's like important like it's a
1: thoughtful process mm-hmm. like a lot of people some people are just like invest in like random stuff but honestly like I know how you were saying like oh he invested in Oatly because it's getting popular but if you were thinking with the finance brain I would have invested in Oatly two years ago when there was like one or two people and you just like knew like oat milk was like the next coming thing because you Mm -hmm. know what right now is becoming the next coming thing that if i was jay-z i would invest in macadamia milk everyone is like not a lot of people are talking about macadamia milk but like there's like one or two hipsters that are drinking macadamia milk that is the next thing that's going to be at the grocery store you guys can quote me (laughs) (laughs) That is so crazy. So before I like finish off my why I chose like um my last point that I want to bring with why I became a finance major and why I was like completely interested in business is because this like main point that I always like to share with like my friends or like anyone that asked me like, oh, why did you go into something so tough and why did you pick that as like a major and like a career instead of doing something that seems a little bit more like up your alley like a lot of people think I'm like oh you're so nice you're so friendly you're like a people person like how did you not do like more of a people person job and I'm always like well like for me like I enjoyed business number one and number two it's because I don't look at a job as like a passion like for like I know a lot of people that sounds kind of cynical but honestly for me like my major and my job like I wanted something secure and something that could be like I said earlier that could be a like a step, like a stepstone, stone, like something that could lead me to something bigger and greater that I knew that I would get somewhere else. And maybe because I had like a background in business, it would lead me to other things and open other doors. But like I said, I don't think you're like, I personally don't believe your job has to be the end all be all. I don't like a lot of people. I know some people have made jo- like passions, like their passions into jobs. And that's awesome. Like I'm that i'm like so for that like that's good but for me i was in school and i didn't have like these deep passions that i wasn't like um like a super deep into like the earth and sky that i wanted to be a geologist like or do you get what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. i didn't have that passion so i was like okay like something that i do enjoy something i i like enjoy like math i like dealing with money like okay like this is seems like it's gonna work and that's kind of why I went there. It wasn't my dream to be a financial analyst. It wasn't like, oh, when I'm like my dream job, what I f- picture my life to be isn't to be like, oh, my dream job. No, I just like picture when I think of like a job, I think of, okay, it's a job, something that's going to provide me stability, something that's going to be help me in the future, something that's going to help build my dream because my dream might be something outside of the finance field but i have something that's going to give me kind of like that cushion something to start off with but like a solid thick cushion i'm not gonna have like a flimsy cushion that's gonna help like i need like a solid cushion also guys keep in mind you guys can have side hustles that's like another thing like i have so many other things that i enjoy that i want to make into side hustles or like kind of a side job or and just enjoy your life and other passions outside of jobs. Remember your job, especially if you and you get like a business or professional job or corporate as like the term is always used, the corporate job. It's just corporate nine to five, which it is a lot of your day. But remember, keep your mornings to yourself. Have your me mornings. Wake up early. Do your runs. Trust me. Trust me. It <laughs> makes a world of a difference. Mm-hmm. And then take your evenings to yourself too. Have your evenings. Have your fun. Like have your passions, your hobbies. Yeah, as she said,
0: you know, you only go for for a certain like time of the day. You can do anything you want. You can pursue other things during the other hours that you have for yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. You also have the outside of that, you have the other things. You know, you have to keep your family, you have to do friends, all the other things. So just don't go in with the mentality that you have to Do like you have to make your job your life, like you don't, yeah. Your job is not your life, that's just a part of your job. Isn't
1: the end all be all, yeah. Because I feel like that's another thing, I feel like a lot of younger people, especially they have this mentality. They're like, they go to school and as soon as they get there, everyone shows up undecided. And they're automatically, not every, I'm saying this in like broad terms, not everyone shows up undecided. I didn't show up undecided. I know you weren't undecided, but some, a lot of people show up undecided and they're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to just figure it out. And then they take so many random courses and they're like, okay, from these courses, I need to find something that speaks to me. Mm -hmm. But sometimes nothing is speaking to you. So like, just like, I like that's why I feel like in general, just remember that your job doesn't have to be the end all be all like something else besides college can turn out to be your passion or could lead you to that passion, like open a door for you. Mm
0: hmm. But, yeah, just go ahead and pursue what you want. You know I'm out here. I've always wanted to be an actress, so I might you get- you might see me in Hollywood soon or something no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but yeah, pursue <sighs> pursue your passions, and you know don't yeah. give up. It's all part of life that's how we learn, and that's how we become who we are,
1: so, so you yeah. become like more well rounded mhm yeah.
0: well, I am so glad we had this episode with. Emily and how she was able to tell us her story and explain to us how she was able to achieve her degree in finance at such a young age and has a good job right now. So uh, any last words, Emily?
1: Well, first of all, you always say I'm like so young, but like, honestly, I finished average age. So
0: I feel like yeah, everyone goes so. into
1: college. Like I went to a four-year school, like as soon as I like graduated, I went straight mm-hmm. into a four-year school, graduated at in- three years or so. So I graduated kind of early, but also I had a lot of determination. So my last words to everyone, anyone that's looking into like business or finance and wants a little bit of words of wisdom or words of encouragement, because trust me, I needed all the words of encouragement being a financier. Like any girls in STEM, remember, work hard, work towards it. And buckle like strap up like i remember i heard someone say that one time but like strap up because the journey is rough tough and lots of work but you will get it done and if even if you're not in stem just like work towards it have the determination don't quit it's worth at it. all yep. mm-hmm. yeah don't quit because trust me like even if it is rough there's nothing better than finishing something you started you're like okay i completed it so don't quit. Um, and I guess this finishes our episode. So, guys, this episode was so great. I like that I shared my little, like, not journey, but, like, my little story of why I'm a finance major because I know a lot of people were always intrigued by the fact that I was a finance major,
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially because I'm a girl because <laughs> – tell me about it. There is is such a thing as, like, guys being business majors. But whatever – we conquer all stereotypes in this house. So, but besides that, guys, follow us on Instagram. We would love to chat with you guys on our comment section. We would like to know what you guys want to see next. Um, I would love to bring in my bestie sooner than later. Allison. Yes. So, you guys give us likes in our photos and honestly um let us know what you guys want to know next what you guys want to talk about yes let us know and
0: thank you so much for joining us today and we hope to see you guys and we hope you guys tune in
1: next week that's for the next episode bye guys stay you stay true bye